everyone. My name is Kelly. And I'm Raquel. And we are the Soulful Sages. Welcome back. Welcome back. If you are a regular listener, we thank you for joining us again. And if you are a first time listener, let me just say that you picked an amazing episode to join us because we have our very first guest with us today, Mr. Frank Swaby. Hey, Frank. Hello. Hello. Thank you. It's uh, it's actually really an honor to be the first guest on your, your podcast. I feel really honored and grateful for this. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure. We're honored to have you here, Frank. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, Raquel and I met Frank. We collaborated with Frank uh, on a little something for our earlier project, and we asked him if he would join us on our new uh, podcast to discuss the power of music. I know for me, music has always been... Um, a big influence in my life. I was a trained dancer for over 20 years. And so I've always felt a connection to music in my body and often have almost physiological reactions um, to music and specific songs and frequencies and such. So I know personally the incredible impact that music can have on one's life. And so we thought we'd want to bring on a singer songwriter himself <laughs> to uh, discuss the topic with us. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Frank awesome. comes from Australia, in case you didn't know. So if you catch the accent, uh, Frank is joining us from Australia. And um, Frank, what does music mean to you as a singer-songwriter? Yes, great question. <laughs> um, I think music for me has always been like this, this guiding force. It's like this own, I would say it's its own like language or like you can you can speak and you can you can say things, but music takes on another level of of this force, and I, I just feel that from music throughout my whole life, and um, I just think it's it takes on this like power of how it speaks to people and how it makes people feel, and it takes people to different places that other things can't. Like you can you can do so much with music or express so much through music. And I just think it's, I was reflecting on it the other day before this, this podcast, just saying like how, how powerful something can make, how can this make you feel at this point in time? Like this, this special thing, like the sound of a melody or a lyric or something can make you feel this way. It's just like, I just think it's so special to have that in our lives. And um, yeah, like it's just, it's just a powerful force. I guess that's the best way to, to summarize it for me, it's just always been like this guiding, guiding light. And, um, it's taken me through lots of, lots of ups and downs, which it, I'm sure is with a lot of people. Um, and it's just amazing to have that as a, as a tool, I guess. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. I've always admired so much people that are musical that way. I, I love music, of course, but I've never really quite been able to express myself that way. And I think that there's just a, such a beautiful way to express yourself. And especially when you can sing too, and you can let out those beautiful notes, that's got to feel amazing. 
um, what would you say was the first, like, when did you notice that music was something that was indispensable in your life? I mean, yeah, when, when was it? I think for me, it was like, as a child, it would always be something that I would go to for, um, for fun. I guess it started off for fun and, and, um, play, like just experimenting and just feeling into what I was feeling at that moment. And, um, again, I've kind of had a bit of a musical background growing up with my, my, um, family and my grandparents are also musicians in their own right. <laughs> um, so, so my, my, that's awesome. Yeah, my, um, grandparents are, um, have an Italian background. So they grew up with a lot of traditional Italian music and now they're living in, um, <clears throat> the Australian countryside, I guess <laughs> you could say. And I think I grew up with a lot of that kind of, uh, influence and that my, my mom and my uncle and yeah, just everyone was very musical and, uh, I want to say that that was also a, a big influence for me, but, um, getting back to the, the childhood stuff, I think it was, yeah, just jumping on a, on the piano at my grandparents' house and just like, I don't know what I was doing, but I was just like, I was playing, you know, and I think that's where it all started. Like the infinite possibilities that I could have to, to create something. It was like this beautiful thing, like, and I just jumped onto it. I was like, I, I just want to do more. I just want to, <laughs> uh, and same with the guitar, you know? Yeah. Just strumming it and that natural talent. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't think I was talented back then. I think I was just trying things. <laughs> <laughs> well, it all starts with an interest, right? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I obviously, obviously gravitated to it for a reason. And, um, even the like singer, like, sorry, the songwriting stuff, I was reflecting back on it the other day and I think I might've been like, I don't know, 10 or 11 and I was writing songs with my best mates and like these songs lyrically weren't the best, but I was still doing that. And it's like, it's wild. I've, I've always <laughs> just thought back to that moment, like having fun as kids and, and writing songs. It's like, yeah, like, I guess back then I didn't really think it was a big thing, but now I see the songwriting thing and, and music in, as a whole as a as a skill. And I'm like, wow, I was doing that back then. Um, it's yeah, it's just crazy to reflect back on that. <laughs> wow, what a beautiful journey! Yeah, it has been. <laughs> and you always grew up in Australia. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Basically, I've. I'm born and raised on the Gold Coast, which is a coastal um, city on the east coast of Australia. Um, pretty much lived most of my life there and then and just recently moved maybe an hour south um, to to the hills, <laughs> to the to the hinterland, what we call it here. Um, yeah, but it's, it's a beautiful spot to, to grow up in. Very influenced by the by nature, definitely through my music. Um, uh, living by the ocean too has definitely been a huge influence for me. And um, yeah, I don't I don't know what I would do without nature. That's that's for sure. 
Absolutely. I can 100% agree. And I can see um, how it creates this beautiful mixture of elements, you know, not only what you are creating, you know, using these sounds um, for your own soul, but also receiving all of the energy from these elements that you're around in nature. And it's, yeah, certainly a beautiful thing. Yeah, I think like every day, like maybe for me, I don't realize it, but I'm taking inspiration from from life in general, nature, like the the, the bird calls mm. and all um, the sounds of the ocean or the waves. Like everything is very. I think I take take themes of what's going on around me without even being conscious of that, and um, I think that's a pretty cool thing too. <laughs> I know a lot of singer songwriters would feel the same. I mean, just anyone really, like yeah. people that are writing poetry or, um, yeah, things like that. I always, I've always felt that music is really connected to our spirituality, you know, like, and even our senses. We feel so much when, when we, it, it just has such a, a huge power to invoke certain feelings and certain aspects, almost powers of us. I feel like it has a, a potentiality there if you will um what has that been like for you have you experienced anything you know extraordinary like that or even just the things that you experience on a day-to-day through music and nature all of those things Mm, that's a good question um yeah i definitely feel i don't know if it's i guess it is spiritual like i guess for me it's been like um what I know now is being in the flow state and and being in that moment. It's like you get this, for me, it's like this rush of um, energy that flows through you and it's like this is your time to just be in that state and things just come naturally and you're kind of just allowing yourself to, I guess, surrender to what is happening. And I guess that's being in the present, which is, which is amazing because I, know, I think we spend a lot of our times not being present. So for me, it's been that um, being in moments of flow state and just allowing that to happen and through through being in that flow state for me is just uncovered a lot of like really special moments and um, created like songs from it or melodies from that place and um, even just the songwriting stuff like I think for me it's been like getting downloads of of what lyrics I have and it's been like I'm wanting to wake up and I'm like here's the first verse here's the second verse and I write a song in a day kind of thing and it's crazy like before that I well I pressure myself for, for songwriting and I think I wasn't really I was blocking myself for things being perfect I love them and I didn't allow it to just come naturally. <laughs> uh, but once I've kind of tapped into more of the, the spiritual side of myself, I think things have just started to, to come a bit more uh, naturally. Yeah. Well, whether that's mm. spiritual, I guess it is on the spiritual, as like on a spiritual level, I think it definitely has a, a part to play in that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would totally agree. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know that, you know, music can stimulate our vagus nerve, right? Which helps regulate our nervous systems. So 
that naturally it the frequency the sound that comes through from the music is kind of interacting right with our internal motherboard Mm -hmm. if you will and helping regulate it and calm things and sometimes um initiate things right generate new energy and things like that so i definitely can see how there would be not only um, a spiritual sort of sense to music, yeah. but I think that, for me anyway, that also comes from the physiological reaction, mm. right? If I get like goosebumps or my the hair on the back of my neck stands up for a specific song or even a, a part of a song, a, a note, it'll happen. I know I can, f- it's an actual feeling. Yeah. It's weird. It's cool as hell. It is. Um, but my whole body just comes to life. Yeah, I think I think that goosebumps example is, is a great uh, like example of that. Like that in that moment, you're listening to this one single like melody that just like it goes through your your soul and it, your your soul feels that and it's like oh this feeling was like oh it's such a nice feeling <laughs> and yeah I think yeah. it's a great example yeah. Well, it's vibrations as well, right? Like the, these sounds, these music, we're putting them together to create these vibrations. And we know that energy is vibration and that we can get to different places through that. So I can certainly see how it can have a huge impact. And I mean, I also know that there are even other modalities as far as, you know, actual music therapy and, you know, healing mm-hmm. modalities to music. And I, I, for one, for me, for myself, I do believe in that. I think it's so empowering. Yeah, 100%. What are your views on that, Frank? As as the musician, how do you <laughs> what's the connection that you see between music and mental health? Or do you not? I mean, I don't know. Well, well I do. I think okay. now more than ever I, I I see the connection between music and our mental health. Um but I think a lot of us, when we grow up, we're not really aware of that. And once we kind of become more aware of what's going on in the world and it's only until then we, we realise that connection sometimes. But for me, that's that's the way it's mm-hmm. been. And um, I think, yeah, just from an energetics perspective, it's like what you were saying before, we're about the, the frequency and the, the vibrations of music. It's like going through your body um, and... Sometimes when we listen to music that maybe isn't um, really serving us in that way, it actually um, becomes like we we listen to the words. Say if there's a, there's a song with these lyrics and there's like this, these lyrics are negative. It's like you're listening to this on repeat. I mean, a lot of choruses and songs, right? They have uh, repeats of of a word or a line, and it's like these these words are going within your own um, subconscious, if you will, and it's becoming mm. a, a loop in your subconscious, if that makes sense. It's almost like um, a, a mantra. So, like, um, my mm-hmm. partner Alex was saying this the other day. She was saying that, like, songs are, like, mantras, that the words that you listen to and they become, um, like, in your... Like you're listening to them repeat, you're like, you're like they're ingrained in your subconscious, right? And you're you're taking on the the emotion or the feeling that that 
soul conveys and then you're projecting that potentially into the world um, that you're yeah mm -hmm. that's kind of what I, I see as as, uh, as the connection between that and um, sometimes it can be quite um, dangerous in a lot of ways uh, like I think for me I was listening to a lot of like growing up I was listening to a lot of like punk music and uh, I think we all go through these phases right we listen to these these, these groups of music and we're almost like rebelling who, who are your... or, or doing something you know i'm sure you, you, you ladies have yeah. the same experience <laughs> who who were your um bands who were your go-to groups <laughs> for that reason i'm curious i can share mine after. yeah i'd love to hear yours um for me it was um green day <laughs> i was a okay. huge green day fan um and who else i think fallout boy um oh all right yeah a lot of Good Charlotte. <laughs> Those are the three that come to my mind. Like punk rock. That's awesome. Yeah, what are yours? Mine was more of a. So mine was more of a. I guess a heavy metal vibe. Yeah. Even, even a little deeper, right? Because I I was grew up mainly in the eighties. So you're you're mentioning nineties bands, right? I was like, oh yeah, I listened to them in high school. Exactly. <laughs> but even before that, I would listen to uh, Metallica. Ooh, yeah. Or Guns N' Roses, right? Little Guns N' Roses. Um, those were some of my rage. Like even to this day, there's a Limp Biscuit song oh. that if I'm, you, you know the one I'm talking about, Raquel. Is it Rolling? Maybe. <laughs> no, oh, okay. no. I think it's called um, Just One of Those Days. Oh, I don't know that one. Oh, it's a good one. Yeah, I would highly recommend it if you're having a rage kind of day. But, uh, yeah, sorry. You know what? <laughs> I digress. No, that's okay. I just had a, a quick thought, like, um, the biscuit for me was a funny one because I listened to Behind Blue Eyes, and that's a really oh, soft song, and I really connected with that song. I had no idea what, what their other music like and it was like, and then years later I listened to the other music, I was like, oh, wait, this is way different. <laughs> that's funny. <Yeah. laughs> For me, I listen to Linkin Park a lot and like Evanescence, um, Three Doors Down, All American Rejects. <laughs> no less. <laughs> good times. Good times. Yeah. But no, I, to get back to what you yes. were saying, Frank, when I interrupted you to ask about your, your band, I apologize. Um, it can be, right? I, mm. I've done a little research in preparation for this episode, and one of the things I read was that you know, while music can have a very positive effect on our mental health, even our physical health, mm. right, in terms of lowering our heart rate and blood pressure and regulating our breath. Yep. But it can also, as you mentioned, have, as everything does, right, Raquel, we mm. talk about this often, has a shadow side. And that shadow side being that if we are perpetuating that same, I'll just use the term vibration, right? So it kind of covers the the feeling that we're already experiencing, matched with the vibe of the song if we continue with that it can have a negative effect it can increase uh symptoms of depression and anxiety and it's kind of counterproductive in a way to what we're looking for did you have anything else on that that you wanted to share um i guess i want to i want to note that like i'm not saying to never listen to like that, that music again or like that that music that has that nostalgia feeling for you but i guess it's like right I guess I want to point out that it's important to maybe connect with yourself 
between listening to it and after and see how that actually makes you feel listening to that music and because sometimes you know you can you can listen to music when you're not in the mood for that that energetic type of music um and i think it's important to to connect with yourself um to see what you actually feel like listening to i can be more intentional with listening to music because for me that, that's been a thing like i, I noticed myself um listening to music and it's like my my nervous system isn't really feeling um nice you know <laughs> listening to this music and i just mm-hmm. change the song change the playlist change the vibe you know um and just allow that to happen um but I'm, yeah i'm also making sure that you know and now you start to, to go back to those those what i like to call, call them guilty pleasures or the, that nostalgia <laughs> that feeling um but yeah, <laughs> I guess I have some point that out. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you're going to listen to it one time and it's going to ruin your life, you know, but the repetitive, right. you know, if, for me, for example, like I have to be super aware of what I'm listening to. Why? Because I'm the type of person that, first of all, I wake up with a song in my head. So especially if it's catchy, it's going to stay there for a while. I wake up with that song in my head and the first thing I do is put that song on to play. And then usually... A lot of times that song will stay on and I'll play a song on repeat 777 <laughs> times. No Same. big deal. Yeah. Like that's a very common thing for me. So if I'm doing that and I'm not being aware of what I'm inputting in my body, the vibration that I'm bringing in, the words that I'm bringing in, the intention that I'm bringing into my consciousness, it can you know have an effect. I know for me it does. Um, and I, I tend to have a little bit of, um, you know, a conspiracy mindset, <laughs> conspiracy theory mindset, <laughs> I should say. And I honestly even think that that's used sometimes, you know, against us. Like there's so much um, negative um, connotations into uh, music nowadays, you know, especially the mainstream stuff that we see most of the time. You really have to be careful. Mm. I agree a hundred percent, Raquel. And I don't know that I would, well, yes, I would. I would identify myself more recently as also having somewhat of a conspiracy theorist mindset, which I, we can unpack that label another time. Um, but I totally agree. I mean, I, the CIA uses sound to manipulate things and to, I mean, come on, it's, it's, I think it's been done since the beginning of time, truthfully, right? Even in wars, even the Vikings, I, I think of, with the banging of their drums and their, their bagpipes going into battle. You know what I mean? Like, they're using that as a way to energize themselves, mm-hmm. to prepare themselves to face incredible obstacles and challenges. And, mm-hmm. you know, it absolutely, absolutely has that. Um, effect and I agree also with thinking about mainstream music. Um, and Frank, I'd be curious about your take on this. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Like you know, especially like I'm thinking of some of the more recent popular rappers, hip hop artists. Um, even in the '90s, like some of that old school hip hop that we talk about, which is now old school. <laughs> um, But, you know, sort of objectifying women and gang violence and these sorts of tones. And I and I know that for a lot of them, their music is talking about those things because that's their experience. And that was a way for a lot of people living in those environments to express 
their experiences and their feelings about growing up the way they grow up and their realities, right? Which not everybody can empathize and understand. So they use the music that way. But I also think of, you know, my young teenage son listening to it and wondering what he's thinking. And, you know, that also goes to me being a parent and regulating what my children listen to, right? Which we should do. Um, But what are your thoughts on that? Any reflections? Yeah, I think it's um, important that you mention that because it's it's like, I guess if a a child is listening to that type of music where, you know, it's heavy heavy rap or like the lyrics are very in-depth of what their experiences was of their their growing up but i think a kid perhaps can't separate that the what they're talking about to what's happening in their life and it's like maybe they can take themes of that song and 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 take that on in their own perspective i guess whereas Mm -hmm. as an adult listening to that type of music like well yeah, you, you kind of can tell the difference between, you know, that's their song and they're talking about that stuff. And yeah, that's their experience. But I think maybe um, a child can't, like, it's a different thing for them. Um, that's yeah. what I feel like anyway. Uh, not an expert, <laughs> but that's that's kind of like what I take from that. Um, and a pop, pop music is like perhaps the same thing, but in a different way. It's like, it almost become this addictive thing. I feel like pop music is like this... Um, uh, very, you know, you got to keep listening to it. It's like very high energy, and and sometimes it can be um, almost like a. I don't want to say drug, but it's, like, it's kind of like a like a drug. So the way I see pop music is, yeah, yeah, it's very addictive, and that can be yeah. a good thing for sure. But um, it can also again lead you down maybe a different path if if you allow it to. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's very interesting. Like you wouldn't think that from pop music, but it's yeah. I, I, for me, in my experience, it's been, um, I'm definitely not in that scene. Obviously, you can probably you can tell from my music once you listen to it. <laughs> it's not really like, that. it's it's inspired by pop, but um, I'm not really, yeah, aligned in that kind of genre. I guess it's it's a bit different for what I'm trying to create. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, of what you try to create, if what is your process? Do you, when you're writing a song and, and you're, or you're creating a melody... Mm-hmm. What's the process that goes into that? Are you thinking in the back of your mind about, oh, how might this be perceived or who my audience is or like, how does that work? Yeah, honestly, I, for me, I'm not even, when I'm creating a song, it's, I'm not really thinking about what my audience will think. It's, it's more just like whatever comes from within or from the heart, I guess it's like, I just allow that to come and sometimes like a song has come from actually not trying to write a song. It's just been like um, playing around at jamming at home and um, I actually perform with a loop pedal, which is basically loops um, a rhythm or whatever you want it to. Um, and you can just set it on a loop. And a lot of my songs have just come from playing around with my loop pedal, just playing a few chords on the guitar and then looping that. And then I've got a basic song structure within maybe a few minutes. Um, and a lot of my, songs have come through that way um and i've probably got maybe like i don't know 50 melodies that don't have songs like like songs yet (laughs) they're just there like they just exist but um a lot of my melodies and stuff have come through that way and then in terms of the songwriting i think um as i was saying before i put a lot of pressure on trying to just sit down and and write stuff and it was never it never really was for me um that way like it just never came naturally and as I've kind of 
kept playing music and, and exploring that, I've uncovered that the songs for me come through just like channeling or downloads just in random moments of time. <laughs> um, or if I perhaps put, I put a lot less pressure on myself to make things perfect and I just sit down and write. Sometimes it just comes also. Um, so there's no real one way, like, set in stone that, like, I have this process in mind. It just comes, like, in mm-hmm. random spurs of time. <laughs> That's the best way to explain it, I think. Yeah. Now, I know um, just recently, almost a week ago maybe, a little bit more, you released your first single, Tree Home. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank Congratulations. you so much. It's beautiful. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. And I remember um, reading on one of your posts, I believe, you said it that song in particular was quite a process, right? It was about an eight-year yep. sort of start to finish. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? How did yeah, that I'd love to. come um, about? Yeah, so eight years ago, I, I just like, pretty sure I wrote it in a few hours, that song. And it, initially, it's taken a, it's, I mean, it's definitely evolved from what it, it sounded like. Like, I recorded it on my my iPhone and just in the voice memos like I do with a lot of my songs. <laughs> um, I just kind of like had the, had the structure of the song and played around with ideas and it was kind of like always um, about growth uh, in life's journey. Mm. Um, it was kind of like a reflection on how we're always growing and there's ebbs and flows but we're always trying to keep growing, I guess. But that's that's how mm. we feel in life, and I guess I wanted to encapsulate that. And um, but yeah, it was eight years ago, and I wasn't really at that point in time. I wasn't very conscious of like what was going on in my life. I just kind of like it was like this nice thought of like, oh yeah, let's talk about growth and um, this connection to nature. There, obviously, um, tree home is yeah, like you know the trees are growing. Uh, I feel like I'm growing and yeah, it's kind of like just this fun thing at that time. And yeah, it's kind of come full circle now releasing that and working on it, performing it. Um, yeah, just like it's taken on a deeper, deeper meaning for me. Cause it's like, I've reflected back on that years. It's like, I'm here now. I was a bit hesitant to actually step into music and, um, it's only until perhaps this year that I've figured out that that's, that's actually my, my calling music is my passion it's always been so yeah tree home is just like a really nice reflection on that i think um for me it's almost like a coming home isn't it yeah yeah i i've i kind of like say it's like a full circle moment like you just realize that being it's like wow (laughs) i realized that's so beautiful (laughs) and and i think it comes through in the song I, i know i've mentioned to you before we started recording I've been listening to it repeatedly. As Raquel said, I can listen to songs over and over and (laughs) over again. Um, And I've been listening to it repeatedly and multiple times, even in this past week when I was completely stressed out and I can feel my nervous system getting um, activated, like overly stimulated because of my programming and all the internal things that are going on in my head. And I put on Tree Home and I just breathed (laughs) and I just listened just a couple so- a couple rounds, you know, a couple rounds. Yeah. And then I just felt so much calmer and I was ready to continue with my day. So I I personally would like to thank you for that. Um, Thanks, Kelly. Because it really has been um, helpful for me. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. And I think that just like adds on to what we've been talking about this episode, the power of music. Like 
you can listen to that song and you can feel things from that and maybe the next person doesn't feel that but it's like it means something mm-hmm. to you whatever, whatever the melody is or lyrics in that song and the feeling that song's giving you and i think it's just like it's powerful um mm-hmm. i'm glad you, you it's been able to make you feel uh in that way feeling better feeling more grounded which is <laughs> which is what i yes. love to hear like uh, yeah thank you <laughs> yeah thank you yeah, you were able to transmit that groundedness, right, through your music. And it's it's beautiful. We thank you. We're very grateful. Well, thanks, guys. It's mm-hmm. really, really warms my life. I think, yeah, just creating music, that's what I want it to be. I just want it to be like I want to portray how I'm feeling in this moment of the themes of the songs. I want that. Um, I hope that people can feel that. And if they're feeling similar themes, then they can resonate with that. And if they don't, that's fine. But I guess, like, I just want to put out what how I'm feeling and hopefully that, that comes through with the music. <laughs> yeah. I think it so does beautiful. very much so. Would you have any, you kind of mentioned it earlier, so I'm wondering, any tips? If we have listeners who are, now that we've been talking about, you know, the benefits of music, we've been also kind of alluded to the shadow side of the music, right? Mm. Um, tips you would have yep. for anybody? Um. Well, I think the first tip is like if you feel like you're like listening to the music and I guess what I was talking about before, tune into how you're feeling. I just want to like reiterate that like and just tune into how that music makes you feel listening to it and sometimes it's just like sitting with yourself for a moment and perhaps you're feeling very, your nervous system is very um, all over the place and you kind of like you're you're rushing or you're doing stuff and you're like, oh, maybe like sit down with yourself and, and think like, is this music serving me in this, in this moment? Um, and maybe it is and maybe it is. Um, and the other tip for me, I don't, I don't know if it's a tip, but I guess for me, what I did was, um, recently I did a spring clean on my, um, Spotify playlist. So like, uh, songs I listened to throughout these years, I've liked them on Spotify, but a lot of the music that I've listened to has changed. And often I just shuffle my like songs on Spotify and I was finding myself just skipping a lot of songs, like this old rap stuff and like all this stuff that I don't listen to anymore. I think it, it was nice just to clean it out. Like I cleaned out maybe 3,000 songs. <laughs> I think something like Oh, my god! Yeah, yeah, like a lot of songs. Um, this would be like maybe, I don't know, six, five years of Spotify. And even just doing that. How like, long did was, that take you? Took me a while. Like, I was wondering the same thing. I committed some time for it. That's for sure. <laughs> but once I started, I was like, yeah, I don't listen to this song. I don't listen to this song. I'm just like, yeah. Um, and even just doing that for me has been really nice because I don't have to um, kind of think about, like, I'm just playing the music. I don't have to keep skipping songs and, like, reminding myself that I don't really want to, like, I don't listen to this music anymore. So why am I keeping it there? It's kind of like just letting it letting it out, releasing it in a way, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe, letting it go. You know, it's always there. And if you ever think, oh, you know, often you think it's a song you want to listen to or it comes into your head and you, you're singing it, you're like, oh, listen to this song. It's always there. You can listen to it. But, um, yeah, even just the notion of, like, cleaning out my, my playlists and stuff and even creating, like, playlists for yourself that have different feelings and allowing yourself to, like, come to those playlists or... Um, there's lots of players mm-hmm. on, online, obviously, and on Spotify and whatnot that you can also just tune into a feeling or a kind of a vibe that you're feeling in that moment. Um, yeah. <laughs> I 
But if that's a tip, I, I hope it's a tip. <laughs> great tips. I think great so tips. Yes. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it, <laughs> I think. So, Frank, at the end of our episodes, we'd like to ask, you know, each other or our guests, um, if you had any soulful sparks, any any moments of the of everything that we talked about today that could um, that perhaps sparked something in your soul that you want to take with you after today. Okay. Um, for me, I think, so what I want to say is, I guess we're speaking a lot about um, like listening to musicians and stuff and like artists and stuff. But I think, I think it's important to say like everyone can create music and I want to encourage people to just play, like just play with music. If you have an instrument that's sitting in your corner, just, just play that instrument and just have fun. Like it doesn't have to be this like big, big thing that I, I think often we, like we grow up and we're like, oh, I'm not good at that thing. So I'm not going to, you know, try that thing. Or, so I think I just, I guess what's come up for me is just, yeah, just have fun with, with music and anyone can, can play music. And I don't, I don't buy it. People say, oh, I'm not good at this. or I'm not a good singer. Like just, just have fun. Like it's, it's all fun. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I had a soulful spark kind of around the same lines as well. Um, for me, you know, with being so all over the place sometimes, I tend to not finish certain things and I kind of get myself on, I kind of get on myself for that. But sometimes it's just the way that creativity flows, you know, like you started a music, a song eight years ago and then you pick it back up now and, and you were able to finish the project so beautifully. Um, sometimes it doesn't have to be right then and there and just give mm. yourself grace and time. Yep. That's what I took from mm. it. I love that too. Yeah, what about that. you, Kelly? Did you have any soulful sparks? Well, I had a couple of thoughts that really stood out to me. Um, the first was, I love your suggestion, Frank, about cleaning out the playlist. Like, like even just thinking about, again, music is vibration and frequency and energy, right? Which it's, it's still there. So if I would clean out or do, like you said, a spring cleaning of my home to kind of refresh the energy, why would I not think to do that <laughs> in my musical library, <laughs> right? Which it's, it's funny because I did recently just delete like four playlists that I had made that I never listened to. Um, so I really, I really enjoyed that tip. Um, and the other thing that Frank just said, talking about you know, not being afraid to play music. I, I personally never really had the, the instrumental knack, we'll say. I can't read music. I cannot do that. I can tap out a rhythm, right? That's where my dance comes in. I can bang and tap out a rhythm. Um, but I prefer to sing too. And that also can help regulate just using our own voice boxes, whether it be humming, mm -hmm. right? Just a simple hum can help regulate your nervous system because again our our voice boxes our larynx is connected to the vagus nerve so just that humming is going to help soothe and regulate your nervous system so listeners if you're like me going okay i like the idea of picking up an instrument but that's just not happening you already have one built in use your voice use your use your larynx yeah that's, it that's amazing help. yeah that's a yeah that's a great thing to bring up kelly i'm glad you did Yes, Kelly, I love that. Yeah. 
Thank you. Yep. All right. With that, we'll close up today's episode, and we hope that everyone enjoyed. And uh, Frank, please tell our listeners where they can reach you at, where they can listen to Tree Home, and how they can get in contact. Yes, of course. Um, so you can listen to my new single, Tree Home, on most of the streaming platforms, um, Spotify, all that kind of stuff. It's up there now. Um, you just search for my name, Frank Swaby. Uh, S W A B Y. A lot of people get that confused and tell so they think it's me. But um, <laughs> and um, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Frank Swaby Music, and then my Instagram is Frank dot Swaby. Um, that's pretty much all I have at the moment. But um, working on some some new stuff in the pipeline. Go on. Probably nothing until when this episode is released. <laughs> so yeah. And of course, you can find us at the Soulful Sages podcast on Instagram. And you can find me at iam.delua on Instagram. And you can find Kelly at soulvolution underscore coaching on Instagram as well. Frank, thank you so much for being here and joining us. This was a lot of fun. We hope maybe you'll come back again in the future. Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> Tell us yeah. about your future albums. Yeah. Um, yeah, super keen to, to share the journey with you guys and so keen to see what's next for you guys. Thanks for having me on. Yes, awesome. yes. Thank you. Thank you. And you guys, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, all of the good things all around here. Please help us out and share the episodes with anybody that you think would enjoy this. Thank you so much. We will catch you next week. Thank you. Bye.